If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2022 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. Right now, Drizzly is giving all new customers $5 off their first order with code FAST5. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And use promo code FAST5 for $5 off your first order. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Art of Relationship Show. I'm your host, as always, Greg Tuzinski, fully licensed professional counselor, relationship, and sex specialist. Talking about sexual fulfillment. Oh, everybody's what what's that right everybody's got their interest in sex and sexual fulfillment well most people gonna talk about it and maybe what it means for you right after this on the art of relationships show coming to you next don't go anywhere Hey, everybody, and we're back with the Art of Relationships show. Sexual fulfillment, right? Everyone's ears just perk up, right? When people say sex, sexual fulfillment, sexual satisfaction, what does it mean to you? And again, this is a very, very subjective topic. And a lot of people, right, they like talking about sex on the down low or maybe deep, you know, deep down, yeah, I'd love to talk about sex, but I'm ashamed, I'm afraid to. Uh, But we're going to talk about sex and maybe sexual fulfillment. Maybe the first step is being able to talk about sex with your partner, your significant other. What about even talking about sex within yourself? How many times have you ever asked yourself, man, what do I really like sexually? Uh, What do I want to get out of sex? What is sex for me? Is it just for baby making? Is it for just for physical pleasure? Is it just for emotional connection? These are all questions that you can ask yourself and we're going to get into. And as always, you can join the chat down below and, oh, I'm going to start, you know, having calls uh, where you can call in, be anonymous as well, uh, hopefully starting next week. And guess what? The show is going on DC, Detroit City TV, starting, I think, tonight, (laughs) Wednesday, 8 p.m. You can check it out and I'll post some information uh, from Tommy Morris, the owner of DC TV as well. Great guy. So I'm excited about that. I love partnering with good people, great people out there that uh, actually is looking out for the best of people. Okay, so getting back to sexual fulfillment. Like I said, you can join the comments below. And number one, do you even ask yourself what sexual fulfillment is, right? I know what it is for me. Everybody should know what it is for themselves. And a lot of people don't. They allow, you know, or maybe have society, have religion, have family, how you grew up culture, those type of aspects, right? They try to dictate what sexual fulfillment is for you. You know, maybe you're raised where, oh, sex is all about the men. I'm like, what? (laughs) Hell to the no. I am. I'm a man right here, people. Okay. And I'm all about women being sexually pleased. (sighs) 
Absolutely, okay? Women should be able to enjoy sex, have fun with sex. There should not be any uh, gender biases or gender judgments or shaming when it comes to sex, right? The old adage where a guy can go out and, you know, maybe have sex with a bunch of women, but if a woman did that with a bunch of men, she'd be shamed, right? I want to get away from that, and it should not be. It should be about equal rights. It should be about sexual fulfillment for any gender, right? Plain and simple. Now, going to go, I have a perspective that I, in in my books, um, I talk about this on numerous shows, about the mind, body, heart, and soul of relationships. And I also premise about the mind, body, heart, and soul of sexual fulfillment, okay? Again, this is not, you know, a right or wrong, and I want to maybe break this down to give you maybe a little more insight as far as what, you know, these areas of sexual fulfillment and what what they could mean to you, and maybe you can talk about with your partner. That would be great. I'm all about helping people, helping couples, um, individuals, you know, be able to be open with themselves about the mind, body, heart, and soul of relationships, and definitely like this episode about sexual fulfillment and the mind, body, heart, and soul of sex. Let's talk about the mind, okay? The mind is, let's face it, where maybe fantasies come up, uh, exploration. You know, when you just hear the word sex, where does it pop up? It pop up in our mind, right? You might be wanting to do a position. Maybe you have a topic, um, you know, sexual topic. Maybe you hear a song in your head, right? Maybe uh, you hear sounds. Maybe you see rose petals. Maybe you see satin sheets. Maybe candles, you know? So it's funny how a lot of people neglect when it comes to sexual fulfillment, the mind, right? And we'll get into the sensations aspect of it. You know, what you see, hear, taste, baby. (laughs) You know, see and touch, right? The five senses, okay? But the mind aspect is one that, you know, it gets our imagination flowing. When you hear sex, when you hear your partners saying that they, you know, crave you, they desire you, you hear the words, but when you hear the words, right, or see them in lingerie or see your man, you know, looking great, whatever that means, if it's in a suit or, you know, he's working out in the yard, you know, doing manly chores, that type of thing, or digging ditches, whatever they do. Um, and looking at those, you know, whatever you want your man all hot and sweaty and stinky, and that turns you on. So in our mind, we start picturing these things, right? So, The mind part of sex is it could be fantasies. It could be about imagery, like I just mentioned, right? Exploration. In our mind, do we explore what sex should be like, how we want sex? And it first happens, let's face it, in our mind, right? Man, we would like sex this way. What would it feel like? And we sort of picture it. We sort of imagine that type of thing, but also about the mind aspect or the mental aspects of sex is what is the meaning of sex behind, you know, sex for you. There we go, tripping over my tongue as usual, right? What is the mind, what is, you know, the mind play, I should say, when it comes to the values and the meanings of sex, okay? Is sex just about with someone you love? Or does it matter? It can be just for 
you know, physical pleasure. Again, it's not a right or wrong. It's about what it is to you in the mind, okay? What are your values of sex? Again, like I said, is it just in a committed relationship? Is it just to make babies? Is it just for, you know, showing each other you love each other? Or is it for, you know, physical pleasure, right? Release, stress release. These are all the things about the meaning of sex, the value of sex, what it means for you. And can it mean a lot of things to a lot of people? Absolutely. I think for me personally, it can mean definitely, you know, physical pleasure, physical fulfillment, but also feeling loved and feeling craved that someone wants to share their body, you know, their body, their heart, their soul with me too. That's a huge turn on, right? So it's all of that encompassing with the mental imagery and the mental picture, what we have about those aspects. Okay. So, um, that is the mind aspect of it. And a lot of people sort of forget about that. They they hear sex and they jump right down to the physical, the body aspects of it, okay? So if we can integrate and sort of be more conscious of the mental aspects of sex, it can be more fulfilling for us, more sensual even, right? About what that means to us. You know, when you think about the mental aspect or the mind play with sex, let's face it, right? We can also, with sexual fulfillment, we can turn ourselves on mentally. We can turn ourselves off mentally. And I give an exercise once in a while to couples and even individuals um, that are exploring their, you know, maybe more sexual satisfaction is looking at, you know, what turns you on uh, mentally? What turns you off Mentally, and it's usually an image in your picture, right? Maybe you're all hot and horny and ready to go, and you you just craving sex, right? And then, right like that, it goes off, right? I mean, because you remember your partner when he or she pissed you off, when he or she hurt your feelings, betrayed you, right? So it's so easy to turn ourselves off like this. We can turn ourselves off, you know, sexually as well. The mental game, right? Oh body image. Oh my God, I got this bulge here. I got, you know, my arms aren't as big enough. I, whatever it is, you know, women, my breasts aren't big enough, perky enough, small enough. Maybe they're too big. You know, the body image plays a role in our mind, our mental satisfaction with sex. And we, can we put that at peace and just allow our brain to flow and enjoy sex, the feelings, the senses of it, and what it means to us that we feel connected. That's the mind game of sex, right? The body, right? Obvious, right? The physical pleasure. But how many people actually use the whole body for their physical sexual pleasure into the mix, okay? About foreplay. Everybody talked about that, right? Foreplay can be kissing, touching, licking, nibbling certain body areas, right? It can be very sensitive right here, underneath the arm, ooh, right here, right? Underneath the arm or, you know, right here. What about by the clavicle and the collarbone can be very sensitive. What about the sides of our ribs can be very sensitive as well. Um, In different areas of our body, we like to be maybe kissed and maybe a little licked, maybe a little nibbled on our earlobes, right? And this goes for men and women. And a lot of people, all women like this. No, they don't. Oh, men aren't going to like that. You know what? A lot of men might like that. And we can talk about the oral aspects of the body as well. 
And that's what I'm talking about when I talked about the mind, or I'm sorry, uh, the nibbling, right? Kissing, licking, those type of aspects. But also, what about the fingers, right? The sexual pleasure that the singer, uh, fingers can do, it can, you know, you can caress. Like I mentioned earlier about under, you know, arm, you know what, the creases of our body, the inside of our you know, our thighs, our legs. What about our buttocks, that type thing, the small of our back? Just lightly caressing can send chills up and down a lot of people's spines and, you know, sort of make your whole body come to life. So, you know, a lot of people look at the body, they go right after the genitals, right? Sometimes we love that, (laughs) men and women, right? But women take a while to, as most people know, to warm up a little bit. They're not like a microwave like most men. They need to become lubricated, become wet, become aroused, and it takes time for a lot of women. So use the whole body to embrace those aspects. Maybe some women like their toes caressed, uh, feet caressed as part of foreplay, the back of their calves. You get me? It's about exploring and understanding what it is that enlightens the body and brings the body to life in a sensual, sexual satisfaction way. And of course, the genital aspects come in, right? We can use, you know, what parts of your partner's body do they love touch first? You know, what do they like touch last? A lot of people, right, go right after the genital realms and that could be it. Maybe you like a little teasing with the body. Well, I'm going to just brush up against the genital region and sort of tease you and maybe that drives your partner nuts. And it also, you know, the anticipation builds up physically. Like I said, you know, in the mind, the mental aspect of sex, the anticipation of sex can be enlightening, can be all part of the sexual repertoire and the sexual satisfaction, okay? So don't, you know, don't forget about that. So what areas of the body can you explore? Do you even talk about to your partner about what they like, what they don't like? Are you able to sort of understand the body, what they like, what they don't like? Do they press more into a certain kiss, lick, touch, right? Or do they back away from it because it's not that pleasurable to them? Are you paying attention to their body, how they react to it? You know, do they sort of engage or embrace into it? Or do they sort of pull away? Or do they grab your hand and move it, right? And then you're, oh, I was doing something wrong. And then you feel all self-conscious, right? No, teach me, right? So teach each other about the mind play about sexual satisfaction, the body aspect, and it's not just the genitals, okay? Some people might want, you know, a a massage before sex. Some people might want a massage after sex, right? So again, it's looking at what each partner wants, desires, craves in certain body realms. Some people like, believe it or not, their hands massage, right? In this area can be very, you know, even you know, as foreplay can be very pleasurable, can be very, um, you know, sort of fulfilling in a certain way, right? And we talk about, let's face it, not only the genitals, the breast region, the nipple aspects can be very sensitive for both men and women. Uh, do you ignore them or do you automatically go, it hey, tweak them <laughs> instead of be sensual? 
And when you sort of starting to warm up the body senses and the body sense, you know, body physical sensations, there we go, with those elements. And again, this is not going after a right or wrong situation. It's about exploring and learning. Well, I'm a man. I know what, what to do, whatever. I just touch her here. Or, you know, the guy just wants his, you know, wants his penis freaking just touch and crush. Yeah, but maybe he also wants to be teased a little bit, right? So learn about exploring those aspects. And then, you know, the mind aspect also comes into play about, you know, sexual activities as well that one person might feel is phenomenal. Oh my God, you curl my toes, right? And the other one might think it's gross. So, you know, when you look at the mind game of sex, I don't want it to be a game. I want to look at, and I want people to be able to challenge their beliefs about, you know, what one person, like I said, the body, the physical pleasures of sex, of course, what they enjoy, but mentally, do you feel like it is gross? It is... um what word do I want to use besides gross, right? That it, it's wrong. It's immoral. It, it shouldn't be. My values are total against it. We can talk about oral sex. We can talk about, you know, anal play, that type of situation as well. And, you know, do people finish orally, you know, especially a man, right? Do they have to finish that type of thing? You might be against, you might think it's gross type of situation. Are you able to talk about it? You know, what makes a certain act to you feel gross or you think it's gross or wrong or immoral? Um, It's not humane, that type of situation. And there's so many different senses in the body in erogenous zones throughout the body. I'm all about, can they all be explored and enjoyed? Absolutely. But they're not for everybody. Okay, but are you able to at least open and talk about the sexual sensations that you get from a certain act that maybe your partner might think is wrong or immoral or ask, why do you think this is wrong or immoral? I just do. Can you go more in depth? Were you taught that it is? Did someone tell you it is not? Maybe you had a bad prior experience with a certain sexual act. Maybe someone was not respectful for you let's say you know oral sex and the guy was you know the maybe the your partner was performing oral sex on a guy before you it happens right and maybe he was rough maybe he was very disrespectful with her and now it just ruined oral sex for her performing oral sex where you can talk about it and maybe try and be more you know gentle and respectful with those aspects. But that's what I said at the beginning of this episode is to be able to go after, you know, talking about sex and communicating it. There's a lot of people that, you know, past trauma, sexual abuse, rapes gets in the way of someone having sexual pleasure again or sexual fulfillment because they view sex as wrong. It's tainted. It's um, someone that someone took from them. I understand that, but that's where I want to, you know, be able to help people and separate that trauma from the act of sex. Sex isn't the monster, right? That was the form they used, that monster used against you, that raped you, sexually abused you, those type of situations. Sex isn't the monster. That person that did that to you, they are. They're the ones that, you know, should be harnessed, if you will, 
and sort of banished, not sex. And that's where I want you to be able to heal from those sexual traumas and to be able to look at that you have a right to enjoy sex the way you want to. And it's not according or dictated by anybody else that is, you know, let's face it, that sexually abused or raped you, okay? So when you integrate the mind and the body type aspects, you know what? You can have just terrific sexual enjoyment in that type of aspect, okay? The heart of sex, right? What is your heart? What is, and I talked about the mind, you know, what your values and everything is. And this sort of integrates into the heart aspect too about, you know, do you feel loved? Do you feel respected? Do you feel cherished? That's where the heart comes into. Do you feel like you're just a a piece of meat that you're just, you know, a hoe or you're a sex toy to your partner? And this goes, everybody assumes it's women. There's men that feel this way as well. And again, it is not the right or wrong. It's looking at the element to where, you know what? Um, I want to feel respected. I want to feel that. Maybe part of the heart of love and, you know, the body and the mind is role playing, right? Maybe I want you to treat me like uh, you're, I'm your sex toy or, you know what, I'm your sex doll type of thing. I want you to treat me like that, right? You know, pull my hair a little bit, but I have no hair. But looking at those elements to where um, the heart is involved with that when it comes into the love and, you know, what you feel about yourself. So the heart is not only what you share with another person or people, it is about what you share within yourself and how you value yourself. Do you like yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you respect yourself? Or is part of sex about giving up the essence of who you are, that you're doing it even though you might not want a certain sexual act, you feel like it's degrading or it's painful, but you still do it and because your partner loves it. I don't want anyone to be in a situation where they sell themselves out. People hear me say this, couples, clients hear me say this all the time. I never want someone to sell out the essence of who they are, especially when it comes to sex, because we start feeling more degraded. We start looking at ourselves as not too kindly, right? We start bashing ourselves more um, oh, I did it this time. I shouldn't, I'm not worthy. So I need to keep doing it. No, not at all. It, sexual fulfillment is all about both people being sexually fulfilled. I said both, right? Or let's face it. If you're in a poly situation or a different situation, and again, no judgment, sexual fulfillment is about both people or people being sexually fulfilled. And it comes down to a situation where, um, you know, where you can be just sexually pleased and your partner is not. Got me? You can please your partner without you being sexually pleased. You get me? So you can have those episodes, but we're talking about overall, you know, a collective view of sexual satisfaction that you both are sexually satisfied. You both are getting pleasure from it. Mind, body, heart, and soul, like I said at the beginning. So going back to the heart and the love aspect has a lot to do with the respect you have for your partner, the respect you have for maybe the relationship, the marriage, that situation, right? Can you have heart involved if you are having a one-night stand? Can you have your heart involved in just a hookup? Absolutely. Because again, it's about your self-love and your self-respect. So the heart can be 
involved in definitely a committed relationship sexual experience, which most, let's face it, research has stated, has found out over and over again, most sexual fulfillment is when you are in a long-term committed relationship or marriage. Most of the time, right? That doesn't mean you can't have great sex, you know, outside of that situation. You can, but is it more fulfilling because the soul is sort of maybe taken away from it. Maybe the heart is only within yourself, but it's not for that other person. So something is missing, you get me? But you can have a one-night stand and have your heart involved in it, meaning that you're doing it because you like yourself, you love yourself, you respect yourself, that type of situation, and you're doing it because you want to. No one's forcing you, manipulating you, or coercing you into it. Sexual Fulfillment is not about manipulation. It is not about, you know, coercion. It is not about begging and pleading that type of situation. And if sexual fulfillment is not there, and we could, you know, I talked about the mind, body, heart, and soul over and over again. Also about frequency. Are you able to talk about it and what's going on? And one of the most difficult situations when it comes in to the, you know, premise of all this about sexual fulfillment is, you know, drastic desire discrepancies where one person wants sex often and the other person could care less about sex. They might want it once every four to six months, that type of situation. And that gets to be very, very dicey and very, very difficult. And then, you know, about help trying to reach that and trying to mend that, which works best for both people. And sometimes that can't always happen. Okay. It doesn't, I'm not about people being miserable together. Never at all. So the soul aspect of sex, the last category going to come to is about, are you able to read each other? I mentioned about the physical aspect about pushing, you know, into something when you like or pulling away from something. If you find it unpleasant, the soulful is being able to read each other, being able to read each other's minds, being able to read each other like, okay, my person might be in the mood to be more sensual and loving tonight where, oh my God, I look in their face and they want their clothes ripped off. You get me more animalistic, ooh, ooh, spanky, spanky, that type of situation. So the soul, soulful aspect is about reading each other's moods, reading each other's tendencies for sex, during sex, even a pre, let's face it, more importantly, a precursor to sex. Maybe one person wants to be more caressed. Maybe one person wants a more a quickie and they're in a hurry, but they both want to, you know, get one off, if you will. You get me? So those are the soulful connections about sex. And yes, it does involve the heart as well. Absolutely, right? The heart within yourself that you both share that love and admiration and respect for one another and you're able to read and ebb and flow each other. You're able to look at, you know, if I do this, how's this going to affect my partner sexually? Are they going to enjoy it? Are they going to be in pain? Are they not going to get anything out of it? Am I doing this just for me? versus is it for my partner too? And that's okay. I told you, I'm all about the ebb and flow of relationships, the give and take. But when it's done, no, said and done, if you will, sorry, are you able to say we both are sexually satisfied? And that's where the soulful aspect comes into, again, about reading each other, picking up each other's, you know, moods and nuances in the soulful connection that you have along with the heart. So think about these elements, okay? Again, 
the mind, the body, the heart, and soul of sex. Sex fulfillment should never, ever, ever be about coercion, about manipulation, about throwing guilt trips towards your partner or having them thrown towards you. It's sexual fulfillment is being able to talk about sex, talk about your fantasies, what you want to try, what you don't want to try, but go in depth about what you don't like, why you might not like something. Not a big, you know, not a bad idea. That will help you enhance and entice the sexual appetite between both of you and you both can have that sexual fulfillment that you've always longed and craved for, okay? Nothing is perfect, but we'll take it up a notch where you can be more connected. Can, you know, the soulful connection, sexual fulfillment, having that eye-to-eye contact where you can, you know, see each other's windows to the soul. So, you know what? Hopefully this will help. Check out the Art of Relationship show every Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern time. Now going to be on DC, Detroit City TV. Check me out on YouTube and go over to my Facebook page. Did I do that right? (laughs) Facebook page, Detroit's Love Guru. Like, follow me as always. And I appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care. Peace. American corn farmers, a proud and chosen profession inspired through generations. Tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing, pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel, while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers.